1: Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC
2: Nation. It's that time of the month. Yes. We are back for you, your March pleasure. We're marching into spring uh by giving you the best of pop culture, geek, and nerd news. I apologize for me being out of the weather, which is why I'm in my leisure clothes. Today, also to celebrate the debut of the Falcon and Winter Soldier, which we'll talk about soon. But first, I must introduce myself and my compatriots. My name is Craig Lagans. You can find me at Craig Lagans on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter at Craig Lagans. Go figure. And joining me as always, I can't do a show without my favorite couple. uh, This man, is doing the show just like I'm under the weather and I'm doing the show in my pajamas. This man will be doing the show on one leg. He is my private karate instructor and my certified, certified personal trainer, Mr. Damien Dragon. Damien Vargas is here.
0: Woo! Ahoy, ahoy, ahoy!
2: And his better half, a lover of Leo's, former referee, valet, manager, wrestler herself. To paraphrase Elvis Costello, every day she writes the book, and these days I'm afraid she's not even sure if her name is Veronica. But I call her Foxy Fox. Foxy Foxy, thank you for joining us today.
3: Thank you. I live with Damien
4: and I never join. <laughs> <Andrea> and you call her Chico. Okay, so now. Talking about the big three movies. Um, One is out, one just released today, and the other one's been pushed back a week. So we're going to try to do this as best as possible, spoiler free, because some of us haven't watched anything yet. It's not released yet, but we still want to get opinions and thoughts and everything like that.
3: That's how I feel about
4: Justice League. Yeah. So the (laughs) first one, obviously, that dropped. The people with Wars was the. Justice League Snyder cut. So I'm going to leave this one up to you guys because I'm going to assume you guys already watched it and took that long haul of what is it, four, five hours?
2: Four hours. Uh, I saw four it, hours. Seen it twice. Yeah, I saw it twice. I uh, absolutely loved it. I gave it. A pri- I I was I prime myself for it. I watched the original uh, Justice League Snyder cut first, <laughs> and then just to compare and contrast and watch the uh, the Snyder cut. Uh, Absolutely loved it. Um, great, uh, great stuff. Uh, the ending probably was the best part, if I can say that, and um, that's saying something. If only because of the the Ben Affleck's Batman I, is it's my favorite Batman. I've said this on this very uh, podcast on many occasions, but Ben Affleck's uh, the Batman and Joker interaction between Ben Affleck and Jared Leto was the single greatest Batman Joker interaction anywhere on in a movie period or on television or, or any place else. Um I put up a little graphic on my um on my page about uh there was a, a picture of Jack Nicholson and Michael Keaton and I said those two were no Affleck and Leto. And I mean that, um because uh Nicholson and Keaton as great as they are Affleck and Leto are far superior and just their one scene at the end of Justice League blew anything that 1989 Batman did out of the water. Uh, It was uh, absolutely uh, incredible. Uh, I actually got into an an argument with someone who actually liked Justice League better than Endgame. Um, I'm not going to speculate on what's wrong with them but that's how how well it was received and how well uh, for four hour movies. And if you go to my comic book Guru's podcast uh, Facebook page, there's ways to watch it. It's to be broken up. You can watch it in shifts. And even there's a time, there's a place for a bathroom break. Um, if you oh, want. Oh, so they actually you know.
4: did like almost like a, like an intimation type thing.
2: Yeah, and and when you watch it, Dame, there there is parts. There's chapter. There you're going to see it. The, the the screen fade to black, and you'll see part two. And so there's 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 definitive breaks in in the movie, so you can pause it at any time and come back to it. There's no – Oh, okay. Yeah. So, obviously, people can, – you can sit through it four hours straight like I did because I was loving it. But if you have other things to do or if you – unlike me, if you have a life, you can pause it. There's definitive breaks in it where you can go away and come back and uh, enjoy the whole thing. But, yeah, I loved it, Um, really liked it and now I want to see the Snyder Cut of uh, Green Lantern.
4: And to my understanding, there's supposed to be like a black and white version coming too. Yeah,
2: um, what what I think, well, part of the, uh, one of the great things that people liked about it was uh, the the nightmare part, you know, the the little snippet from Batman versus Superman where we were in the future, and Batman had the trench coat, and Superman was almighty, all all, um, omnipotent. Well, this carries on in Justice League and apparently that the next iteration is gonna be all black and white of the nightmare scenario, the nightmare future of um of Gotham City and Metropolis and what have you. But yes, I can recommend it enough. I I really can't wait to hear what you have to say when you do see it. Okay.
0: And Dan, go. Dan. Dan. Full disclosure, haven't seen it yet. Um That is what I'm doing all weekend as I am watching everything in the DC. So, because... I I know I may get made fun of this because everybody's better. Uh, I like these movies. And I... Man of Steel, I know this is blasphemous to say, I'm not saying it to be controversial. Man of Steel made me care about Superman for the first time ever in my life. Don't give a shit about Superman. That movie, I was like... I. I really like the Superman. uh, I've seen the other... Well, I've seen Superman 1, 2, and 3. Um, And I can't get the image of Richard Pryor skiing down a building out of my head. Uh, But I'll allow because it's Richard Pryor and you tell him no. But... um, (laughs) But I think that I, I when I think Superman I think of uh, Henry uh, Cavill Cavill Cable whatever
4: Cavill, Cavill. the guy from
0: Mission Impossible the great awesome guy that reloads his arm as a, like it's a gun. Yeah, the um, he's a great movie by the way that Mission Impossible movie is fantastic but he he made me care about um, Man of Steel they more than in my opinion pulled off uh, Harley Quinn on screen in my opinion I. As much as classic as the animated series is, and that voice, and that character, and then the video games, Margot Robbie is Harley. She just is. She's beautiful. She's badass. She beats the shit out of you with a baseball bat. She's awesome. Um, Aquaman, again, pulled off. He's a Flyers fan. I mean, I wouldn't be a Flyers fan at this point, but that's for another podcast coming up next Tuesday. Um, Love the whole series. And I think Ben Affleck is the best Batman, best Bruce Wayne on screen. Both combo, period, in my opinion. my too. I'm also a big Zack Snyder mark, and I don't apologize for this. Sometimes I like my shit slow and miserable. (laughs) You know, it's okay to be slow miserable and long sometimes. Um, Watchmen is one of my favorite movies. Love that movie. I goddamn love that movie. I and Even the ending was like, okay, yeah, I'm good. I'm good with this. That being said, uh, I haven't watched it yet because, again, I'm going to blast through all of it in 4K. I want 4K in my face. I want my home theater. I'm going to do it alone so nobody else is annoyed by my constant Batman on screen. Suicide Squad, the Harley Quinn movie, uh, all of it, boom, right up to Justice League. Woo, marathon run. That being said, mm-hmm. I actively looked up stuff because, really, the movie was already out, so I wasn't really upset. Like, oh, I can't see it the day of. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Craig and I have talked about it. I've seen videos that have cared to think, compared to things that aren't in it, aren't, aren't in it changed. Uh, uh, how Ray Fisher got screwed by Warner Brothers and Joss Whedon because Joss Whedon is a parent, a piece of shit. Um, sorry. And I love Buffy and Angel, but mm, piece of shit, piece of shit. Um, and and because of that, just based on what I've read about it, and I did look up that last scene. Because Craig and I talked about it last Wednesday, and I said, I'm not waiting, I have to see this. So I looked it up, and I can back up, in my opinion, everything that Craig said. Holy shit. Yeah. Knowing how it was filmed in one of their backyards. He was filmed in back like his backyard. Yeah, they just filmed in his backyard during COVID. It was like the scene needs to go in, everybody's like, I feel redeemed, Jared. Like, I didn't hate Suicide Squad. To me, see, the reason I like Suicide Squad so, so much is about halfway through it becomes Ghostbusters 3. Yeah. <laughs> so I
4: was like, am I wrong, Damien? Have you seen it? Uh, I caught like the last, I want to say, half. There you go. Well, well, that, well that, that, that is, is Ghostbusters. You, right? Yeah, you, you got Ghostbusters. It's basically
0: yeah. Ghostbusters. It's the third Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, I wasn't upset about that, it. From the perspective of somebody like my mom, my mom doesn't give a shit about comic books. She yes. hated that I collected so many comic books. She thought it was smut, crap, you know, the old parent born in the 50s thing. She called me after the movie, she saw the movie in the theater and told me how much she liked Killer Croc. <laughs> she loved Killer Croc. <laughs> he just wanted to watch music. That's all he wanted. I'm like, I oh, know. She liked it. So when people are like, complicated, like, it's a piece of shit, and I'm, like, talking to my mom, who's like, this is one of the funniest movies I've seen all year. I'm like, I mean, uh, you know, I can't argue with that, really. Yeah. You know, it's not always for you. It's not always yeah. for me. And, Dan,
2: I will tell you, look at the the Red Band trailer of The Suicide Squad that came out this
4: oh, week. Oh,
0: sir, I've watched it and okay. already sent it to my mom, and my mom texted <laughs> back two things. What?
4: King Shark. Yeah. That's <laughs> all Jace wants to see it for, and then they then they announce that Sylvester Stallone's the voice. It's like, yeah, yes. yeah. And then I realized it was Sylvester. Numb, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Yes,
0: yes, that's a hand. And, and then of course you know,
4: um, John Cena's line on Liberty. <laughs> yeah, there were three hundred and sixty four dicks on this beach, and I had to eat every single one of these dicks to save Liberty. I'd do
0: it. I can And hats off to John Cena. Every
2: interview he's done to promote Suicide Squad. He's been wearing his peacekeeper
0: suit, so hats off to that guy. But he knows my point how to, is, he knows how to pronounce. it brings up my point about movies like comic book movies are made because of the combos, but they're not necessarily always made for us. They're made for the bigger audience. So somebody somewhere gets joy out of these, uh, and I feel back on the Suicide Squad thing that. I didn't hate Jared Leno's Joker in Suicide Squad, but I was like, I don't really need him in this. <laughs> redeemed. <laughs> redeemed. I'll say it. Redeemed. It's a great scene. Yeah, I, I, I wish he I could tell you the line he says, but uh, when, 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 uh, when, uh, I'll say it like this. Spoiler alert, I'm not going to say the whole line, but when Batman looks at him and goes, and I will fucking kill you. When, Oh fuck me! <laughs> okay, That's is this is what I want. That's Superman goes again. Spo- not kind of spoiler. Superman goes fucking nuts on Dark Side. Good stuff. Uh, not Dark Side. Um, Steppenwolf. Uh, Sorry, can you, yeah. He goes. Why is he shit on Steppenwolf? Because he's a poor fucking alien! There's just lasers out of his eyes, guys! <laughs>
4: it was, I, Which the only time that's ever actually happened with Superman was actually him doing that to Darkseid in um, the Justice League, Justice League series. Justice yeah, series, Spider-Man. yeah. When he yeah. thought he'd, like, you know, obliterated Batman and he just freaking lost it on him. And just, By the way,
0: I'm going to need you, Damien. I'm going to need you and Craig to... Point me in the direction of a book I'm looking for uh, at the end of the uh, at the end of the segment. Um, but anyway, um, I, I I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this: Warblers to get fucked if they don't restore the series. Um, I, I I don't understand the hate. I understand that movies are too long because to it's Zack Snyder and he it takes them six hours to tell. I, I get it. I get it. But I don't get the hate he gets. I don't understand the hate he gets from people. I don't understand it. And I'm more than happy to check this into my veins. Uh, I know it's getting released on 4K because there's already a steelbook version of it in the UK that they're, they pre-release. So I'm going to shove that into my veins again when I get bought. Wonder Woman, uh, uh, the last Wonder Woman, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Was it a perfect movie? No, of course not. But if you don't pop at the end for that cameo, <laughs> you have no goddamn heart or soul. I've been doing this for a long time <laughs> now that was redeemed
2: because I thought she should, I thought she should have been in the uh, the first Wonder Woman as the drunk woman that uh, yes comes out of the car they that yes. so that's that to who that should have been so
0: but this, I would say, yes, this is better, considering yes. considering the character is going to interact with today's Wonder Woman. It's Linda Carter, guys. Um, yeah. Considering, <laughs> spoiler alert. Considering that this character is going to re, uh, interact and be on screen with today's Wonder Woman, it was done even better. She just shows up, rocks fucking Linda Carter, turns, does the turnaround screen after saving something, done. I've been doing this a long time. And it fucking fades out. I'm just like, oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> yes Michael Keaton and all that stuff. Yeah, so it's, it's like, looks like they Yeah, gonna, the,
0: the thing, Michael Keaton coming in for uh, Batman Beyond adaptations, I going to fuck up for that. Like, what is the gear to complain about? Now, well, now here's the
4: interesting thing. This bleeds into movie two, mm-hmm. which released today Godzilla vs. King Kong. <sighs> now, prior. To its release, apparently it was getting slammed. It was getting slammed by people's like criticisms or whatever on all over the place. But it was also revealed that it was getting slammed by people on purpose. Oh, the Zack
0: Snyder fuckers! Yeah, the
4: whole Zack Snyder thing. So that way it wouldn't get that much play. Thoughts, thoughts on that before we get into Godzilla Kong? Take go first.
0: You know where I'm going to go with this, guys. Go. Uh, <clears throat> When Ghostbusters 2016 came I <laughs> did not see this coming. No, it, no, no. This is your,
2: you're throwing me for a loop here. Listen,
0: okay, so Ghostbusters came out at a bad time because apparently vaginas in the same uniforms as the guys were bad. Um, but it came out at the same time as the Sony leaks, and then Rotten Tomatoes was getting pushed to the forefront. Where, well, it's got a 75 on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got to be kind of good. Uh, the movie absolutely got um, review-bombed. Period. It got review-bombed. fact, I watched it happen live. I was watching it happen live. That is the day I denounced and renounced Rotten Tomatoes to the point where it doesn't matter what the – the grade of the – the score of the movie on Rotten Tomatoes means deadly shit to me. It just does. I watched it happen. Uh, I've been harassed online for that movie. I mean, I don't care. I'm not traumatized by it, but I know people that were. God forbid, because they like something. Uh, it happened because of jealousy and anger of another movie. It doesn't make any sense to me. What a waste of our time. Because I'm still going to rock the shit out of Godzilla. I don't give a fuck what. I don't care what Joe Schmo in uh, Gary, Indiana, thinks about. Uh, I threw that out for Craig. I threw that one out there for Craig. I don't care what uh, Joe Schmo and Gary Indiana thinks about Godzilla vs. Kong. It's two big monsters beating the shit out of each other. I don't care what the plot is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, my my PS to that is, well, Transformers, you hated Transformers. I'm like, yes, but that's because Michael Bay doesn't know how to hold the camera still for me to even see the fucking robots fighting. That's another story for another time.
4: Yeah. I mean, it's, um, in retrospect, this is the, like, like, Craig was told, like, I know Craig has this stance about watching trailers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it a better stance, with, probably. And, and which which is, ever a time, to stick by that stance was definitely the handling of Godzilla vs. Kong oh, yeah. and Mortal Kombat.
3: Every week there's been a new trailer.
4: And it's well, like, so like, many? Why so many?
3: Way, okay, we've got Dylan and Kong, because we talked about this in the last one where we were playfully dissecting the trailer and what we were hoping was going to happen, which that's something fun to do, okay? To speculate, yeah. to wonder, you know? You're not allowed to have but,
0: fun of any kind here.
3: But, but then when you release the next trailer, then another week later, another trailer, and another week, another trailer, and you actually start giving away everything you speculated. And then Funko goes and releases the Funko Pops 4 in the movie, which give away tons of spoilers.
4: <gasps> yeah, to- toy companies have become I, a big spoilerish thing, too. because Like, you see the toy line comes out, and it's like, oh, look at that.
3: Yeah. So, because, you know, we were talking about this in the last episode, and why you didn't like the trailers, and valid. Absolutely valid. But
4: especially on these two movies But now. with
3: these two movies, they have gone and released a new trailer every week that is giving away the movie. And I don't know if that's them trying to boost up the movie and boost up more interest because there already was, but they've screwed the pooch.
2: Go ahead, Craig. I watched Kong vs. Godzilla. It ended ten minutes before I came on the air with you guys. And uh, what I did after I saw it was watch the trailer. They have extras in it in the after the movie's over, you can look at extras, and the extras I was hoping would be deleted scenes or something that they couldn't fit in, but it was just the trailers, and it was three trailers. Had I seen these three before the movie, I would have been
0: pissed
2: off because not only mm. do they give all they they give away, they give away one of the cardinal sins of any trailer is to give away the ending, and that's what it that's mm. what one of the trailers did. Um, and I, it, it was a, The Departed, tree. if you, anyone remembers the trailer for The Departed, they gave away the ending in the trailer and that kind of ruined the movie for me going in and that was a movie I was really looking forward to seeing and that didn't start my hatred of trailers but it definitely didn't help so now any movie that I'm really excited to watch I specifically avoid the trailers as much as possible and I hear you about the toy thing uh, Dane, because and Fox because they released uh, toys for uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier already that spoiled it for, you know, what's going to come later on. We're only on episode two, but they released some of the toys, so I know what um, costume character's coming. So that was kind of a bummer. But, yeah, as far as the movie goes, damn good. Um, it, like you, Dan, it's the, it's the Transformers... Um, Edict, it. I just want to see two big monsters fight. Two classic movie monsters fight. Or if I want to go a transformer film, I'm I'm paying to see giant robots battle. I storyline plot or oh, this doesn't make sense or anything. It's about it's a fighting robot movie. This was Kong versus Godzilla. What the whole reason why your kids even exist, Dame, is to watch Kong versus Godzilla. And
4: they they. Oh. It, God. My question is, okay, so did it did it necessarily garner like the the hate from the Snyder fans and everything like that to try to slam this so much? No, or is this like an individually good movie. Because no, it's because it's because Craig has seen them both.
0: It's, since Greg has it's seen got both. nothing to do with, but no. on a basic level, yeah. it's got nothing to do with each other. It's so
4: no. like stupid. No, no I, I know what I'm. I'm not yelling at you. I'm just. I know. What I'm asking is, like, you know, on, on, you know, as individual movies, would you say they were both yes. really good movies? Yes, most definitely.
2: And yes. I'll, I'll give you even further, Dame. I'm sad that I could not uh, experience either one of these in the theater because it would have made that experience uh-huh. that much greater, especially Kong and Godzilla. Kong and Godzilla is supposed to be on a big screen. That's the reason why you make. Kong versus Godzilla in the first place is to see it on the big screen. Seeing it at home is cool, because there's no line in the bathroom, and the floor isn't as sticky as it would be in a movie theater, but that's just my apartment. But that's the reason why it's, uh, they make movies like that to see it in the theater. Had I, I would have sat four hours in the theater to see the Justice League Snyder cut. No lie. Oh, it'll be in theaters, and I'll go. Yeah.
0: I'll so be fully vaccinated it. at the end of April. I'll see you yeah. later.
2: And I'll go to a theater to see Kong, God- see Kong Godzilla again. Oh, yeah. Because it was that good. So, yes, just to answer to your question. Get to to blown. Yeah, to see the, to get the full spirit. That's why you go to movies in the first place. That's why they make movies.
0: I, while we're talking about this, I just want to add something uh, real quick, because I got into a Twitter conversation with uh, with Dean and Chris and a couple of other people about seeing movies at home versus theaters. Of course I want to go to the theaters. Of course I do. I don't like people, but I want to go to the theaters. Yeah. I want to see Ghostbusters on the big screen. I can't right now, because I don't know if you noticed, they're just looking pretty damn it. So, <laughs> while we're finding our time, and vaccines are rolling out, and some of us are still wearing masks, we can slow down, enjoy some content that I will pay a premium price for. I don't give a shit. I understand people – some people cannot right now. I get it. I'm talking about me and my personal experience. And when they're back out, like, you think I'm not going to go back and see Wonder Woman 84 in the theater just to see that end scene again? I am. <laughs> Ghostbusters on the big screen?
4: Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Justice League and IMAX, please. Of course. This is temporary. If you think. That this is the reason the theater um, uh, business is going to die. No. Somebody with money, once people start going, are able to go back and go, let's open the theater back up. They need the theater. Let us enjoy stuff while we can't get out of our houses, please. That's all I meant. I don't want to replace the theater. I thought I was clear. I just wanted to be more clear. (laughs) I want to see. Scarlett Johansson's booty in those shorts on the big screen,
4: okay? <laughs> just kidding. Really I was just it. trying. I'm just trying to be funny. I'm just
0: kidding.
2: It's really what it all comes. And then of
4: course, down the pike now, push back a week, but Mortal Kombat. How are we feeling about Mortal Kombat? Now <clears throat> that have we seen a little bit more.
0: <clears throat> so I still haven't seen the trailers on purpose. Not looking yeah. at the
4: trailer. Yeah. Well, the one thing about Mortal Kombat, story-wise, it's still kind of a mystery. They're just giving you great action points.
3: I (laughs) don't think Mortal Kombat, unlike the other movies we've talked about, it was not made for theaters. No? If that were to have been put out in the theater, I do not think it would have succeeded. That's much like the original will be one of those sleeper Blu-ray hits. So it'll fare far better watching it at home. There's nothing about that movie that mm. says I need to see that on a big screen. Yes. And I'm a Mortal Kombat
0: fan. And,
4: and I think also, to, again, it goes back into the way culture is right now, and par- and you know, parents and society and everything like that. They've already said like, I mean, it's already the first 10 minutes is ultra violent. They said this sucker is like ridiculously violent you know because that's what the game is yeah yeah and i mean yeah. and, and i think that's also going to be the thing obviously that comes out to where the like you're saying the at home success of that is probably going to be way greater than theaters cuz people are like you know I, they're going to like when we went to see Watchmen i thought that there's a superhero movie did you not look at the ratings you not look at the ratings before you, go, you just saw costumes and you thought hey it's a superhero movie get what
0: those are the same people that complain about comic books or complain about okay gay Captain America and go, I don't want politics or uh, uh, real life discussions in my comic books. And I go, huh? Is it? Wait, do you know why this character? Okay. Uh-huh.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly. yeah. okay. okay. Let's not go into the backstory of Black Panther. Never mind. <laughs> And last but not least, cause we know Craig has been waiting to go into this Falcon and Winter Soldier. Craig, go for it. Yes, what are your thoughts, Christ? Wow. He's been waiting on this. Uh,
3: <laughs> well, you know what?
2: It's you know we discussed <laughs> WandaVision, and it's such an it's it with WandaVision it was such a slow burn. You know, we had to wait it seems like forever for something to happen, and after the first two episodes, we were like we were just left with. You know, we we had some nice nostalgia, but we were left with more questions and answers, and every week it was speculation: who's the big bad guy? Is it you know, is it, is it Loki or is it Dormammu or or Agatha Harkness? And you know, this guy Falcon and Winter Soldier. The first ten minutes, man! And if there was ever a time, we we were just talking about movies about Kong and Godzilla and Justice League made for the big screen. The first ten minutes of Falcon and Winter Soldier is prime Marvel movie action that demands to be on the big screen. That's my only problem with it being on Disney: that you couldn't see the first episode on the big screen. I'm talking goosebumps, Chills, <laughs> the uh, just the, the the budget they have on Disney Plus is, is insane, or if to borrow your word, Dame, ridiculous, because the amount of money they spent on this. Uh, the, the first ten minutes of Falcon Winter Soldier, and I swear to God, Fox it's getting better. Okay, I'm you yawning, but it gets better. Um, they introduced so many great characters that I'm going, I'm going crazy, and I'm even I'm happily answering questions from comic book fans or non-comic book fans who're saying, "Who's this?" I'm looking at I not only am I seeing Battlestar and U.S. State John Walker uh Wyatt Russell's uh Kurt Russell's son. Kurt Russell should have been Batman by the way. But we've seen Sean Walker, we're seeing uh Battlestar, we're seeing Isaiah Bradley and his grandson. And Isaiah Bradley, for those of you who don't know or who are listening to Nerd Herder for the first time, was the first black Captain America. There was a landmark uh comic book series that came out in two thousand three called Truth red, white, and black, and it told the story in 1942 in the United States, and it borrowed heavily from the Tuskegee experiment. Uh, for those of you who don't know, earlier in this podcast we talk about our ugly history of America. Uh, in 1932, the Tuskegee experiment, they took um, 300 uh, black uh, men, and 200 of them had syphilis, and they wanted to study the the long-term effects of syphilis. So they just brought them in under the guise that were giving them free health care when, in actuality, they were giving them placebos and not giving them any medicine at all. They just wanted them to study them to see if they died of syphilis or see what the effects of syphilis were. And this, And even so, even when they came up with a cure, when they found a cure for syphilis… <laughs> If you were part of the Tuskegee experiment, you couldn't take the cure because if you were part of the study, these white doctors had to know how you're going to die. They wanted to know the effects of syphilis. And the, even the ones that were that didn't have it, they were given it just to see – if or given a treatment to see if it cured it or not, and if it didn't, then tough. And this went on. It was supposed to be a six-month experiment. It went on for 40 years. It didn't end until 1973. So, like, it just ended. But what truth did in the, the Captain America uh, was it, it drew attention to that fact in America in 1940. If there was a super soldier serum, uh, if they, could, they replicated it, the same one that Captain America did. And if for it to work, they weren't going to try it out on a blonde-haired, blue-eyed farm boy from Gary, Indiana. They were going to try it out on a black person. So they got 200 black men from the army and subjected them to tests for the super soldier serum. Five of them went through it. Three of them, like one turned into an, an abomination, another one's heart exploded, and the only one that survived was Isaiah Bradley. He was got the, all the powers and the strength and the uh, the, uh, the, the the anatomy and the the uh, quick healing factor of Captain America. And so what about all the other? okay, well, just kill him. So they killed the 200 other black soldiers that were there, and they should just tell their families that they died in the service of their country. It's a great series, and uh, in, in, in the comics, Isaiah Bradley uh, was put in jail, and they, they kind of talked about it in episode two, uh, because of the color of his skin, and they just, Hydra just kept uh, taking blood off of him, like every, like sticking him like a pincushion, and he Lived his life in relative obscurity, but Black Heroes knew who he was. So Black Panther, Luke Cage, Falcon, all paid their respects to him because they knew who he was. And and in the comics, Mal- uh, Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, Nelson Mandela, all were we saw him as a hero. So to see this hmm. character in the Marvel Universe, and there's a whole other movie franchise right there, folks. If you want, if you're if you're really thirsting for some story. The Isaiah Bradley story, The Truth, Red, White, and Black, getting the full Marvel treatment would be uh, my bucket list of things to see before I die. But just seeing him in uh, a Marvel production was absolutely amazing. I can't say enough good things about uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And even if I wasn't under the weather, I'd probably still wear all this stuff to pay my respects to, to Cap and all that, but cannot recommend it enough. It's the anti-WandaVision. As slow as WandaVision okay.
4: was, this is how quick Falcon and Winter Soldier is. Yeah. And the thing is, I remember what I had mentioned that like, they were already they were fearing, uh, even the lead actor to play Falcon, like they were fearing yeah. this was going to be the first bomb out of the Marvel shows. They were actually fearing this was going to be the first bomb, and it doesn't sound like it at all. No,
2: no, and I understand Anthony mackey's uh, trepidation of it because they they called to, uh, into question uh it, it it's taken straight from the comic books about 7 years ago when falcon did take over as captain america and get this half of the country didn't like it and there was a hashtag give back the shield and i think that with anthony Mackey uh mirroring what his character was thinking maybe the the america isn't ready for a black captain america right um but when you see in the in the in the in the, in the uh, show he gives he, he donates the shield to a museum and then, what? Two seconds later, oh, we'll just give it to this random white guy. Here you go. Here's the Captain America. And everyone loves him. It's like, wait a minute. And so that's the the uh, the 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 issue and what the overlying theme is. I mean, there's other enemies out there, but I, I also love Anthony Mackey and Sebastian Stan. They have a real Riggs and Murtaugh type uh, relationship yes. between those two. And it's a it's yeah, the first definitely
4: scene. in the channel. Yeah. Sure, it's definitely that 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 whole leap weapon vibe. Yeah,
2: and when you see and when you see actual shows, Dan, you'll see that you know they they're they're and a lot of it's improv. How they uh because they're lying about the three the big three that was improv. Um, but how they how well they play off of each other, and uh, it's the first Marvel buddy cop series. You know, we never had that before about the two characters that are. Their one link is that they have their best. They both love Steve Rogers, and now they're trying to carry on as best they could. But uh, the first two episodes, absolutely amazing. I can't recommend it enough. Go see it.
4: All three
0: is.
4: (laughs) I'm intrigued. I'm definitely intrigued because I love the whole lethal weapon feel and everything like that. And there were the parts that I saw, Mm -hmm. like with them with their banter. I I'll admit Just those parts are like chemistry. I was like, all right, I'm like laughing out loud. This is hilarious. (laughs)
2: And that's um, just the stuff you saw, the stuff that you didn't see in the actual episodes are just absolutely hysterical. And, uh, again, the first ten minutes, episode one, goosebumps. Guaranteed.
4: Thanks. Yeah, you, have, you have definitely sold me on this show. Thank you! So, just, <laughs> it seems through the next month we're, hope, we're in for some good watching between you, you know, your, your Zack Snyder Cut Justice League, mm-hmm. your Godzilla Kong. And, you know, Mortal Kombat looks like it's going to be some fun. And, of course, now Winter Soldier. A really quick little tidbit, the little tie-in between Justice League and um, Godzilla a little bit that could be is the director and everything behind, um, not director, um, producer, somebody behind Justice League uh-huh. um, or whatever, right? I'm sorry, Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. Godzilla vs. Kong. The director yeah. behind Godzilla vs. Kong is already getting to work on, for some of us, not all of us, the long awaited Thundercats live action movie. Which what? people are already going. Yes, Thundercats live action movie, which has everybody going, hashtag Jason Momoa for Lionel. Yeah.
3: Well,
4: <laughs> now she's awake. Like, oh. what?
3: <laughs> no, that worked. Like who else
4: are you gonna get to play Lionel? He's got the he's got the look, he's got the build, he's got the right voice, like Yeah.
3: Steve, but- but casting-wise, that would be great, but... Then you're I,
4: typecasting him.
3: No, no, it's just, I'm trying to, like...
0: Who cares? He has his shirt off. Typecast him. The,
3: the, <laughs> whole, the whole notion of a Thundercats live-action, just right off the bat in my head, just sounds so campy.
4: Because the first Ninja Turtles movie was not campy at all. No, it wasn't campy at all, and you, sh- you
2: shut your mouth. No, no but you... <laughs> Foxy, you know what I'm thinking of? When you said Thunder. Cats live action. I'm picking up the live action cat, and that was horrible.
0: So
4: <laughs> no, that's, that's slightly
0: concerned. different. Well, they should do a live action He-Man first. Oh, never mind. That's isn't
4: it? Oh, the two animated series are in the works. No, there's two animated series. Oh,
0: yeah, no, Kevin Smith is
4: doing the animated series. Um, but there's another one. There's two of them. Mm-hmm. There's actually two in the works. Oh, I didn't know there's two. Wow. Kevin Smith's got one and I forgot who's doing running with the That it. one
0: that one's rough to watch. That that one's that, that one is damp with nostalgia. you are like, it was so great. Then
4: you go back and you're like, oh
0: God. It was not good. <laughs> uh this is,
4: horrible. this is terrible. This is actually terrible. So, but yeah, so apparently everybody's going <laughs> bananas before <laughs> But everybody's going bananas for a Thundercats possibility, but everybody's like, Jason Momoa, Lionel. Sure, why not? Make this happen. Why
0: not do it? Sure. Okay. Sure, I won't watch it, but... <laughs> you
4: <laughs> where's won't my Voltron watch
0: action? No, of course I will. Where's my Voltron live action? John Cena could be the Alliance. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Jesus so Christ. Where's my, battle, anyway, where's, my all where's my Battle of the Planets live action? Where's
2: got, got <laughs> my <laughs> action. Battle of the Planets live action? That's
4: all I've got? That's all
0: I've Battle of the Planets live action?
2: Yeah, that, where's my Battle of the Planets live action? You guys can have all that. I'll take my Battle of the Planets live I action. I think that, that was, uh, that's on the table. Battle, okay. Battle of the Planets is on the table. I know it's on her live the live action. Table. Uh, I don't have anything else. I think we've yeah. exhausted all topics, and we've exhausted Veronica Vargas more than anything. Uh, she's got to get back to her books, uh, Tell Me Who I'm Supposed to Be. Um, chapters are being finished at a rapid pace. And she's making time for us, so we cannot thank you enough.
4: She's on the last chapter.
2: I cannot tell you. She's actually on the last day. I think she's on the last chapter. I can't tell you how excited I am for you and for the rest of you to read this awesome story that she's going to present to us. I'm incredibly proud of you. I know I say this to you every month, but every month it bears repeating. Uh, You're bringing your life story to the masses and an incredible life you've had. Uh, that you're sharing with us, and the fact that we get to be a part of it uh, fills me with so much glee, uh, you have no idea. So the book, the upcoming book, Tell Me Who I'm Supposed to Be, uh, the life so far of uh, Veronica Vargas, Foxy Foxy. Uh, Tell us where we can uh, see more of you and read more about how you're doing with your chapters.
3: All right. Well, you can all find and follow me on social media at Viva Foxy Foxy. That's F O X Y F O X X Y on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook.com slash Foxy Foxy, and of course, Patreon.com Foxy Foxy, which is the hub of the memoir featuring a bunch of bonus content for it where you can become a member and help support the endeavor to get to an editor, which will be very, very, very soon. Nice. There we go.
2: Awesome. Dame, where can people find you? Uh,
4: dvargas 802 on um, Instagram, dvargas 802 on YouTube, and, you know, we've got the Artist page, and... Yeah, that's pretty much it. Everything else is my karate life and personal training now. But, yeah, pretty much everything, all the nerd stuff, that's where you find it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and if anyone needs a personal trainer or karate instructor, Dan is the man, okay?
4: Yeah, just wait six weeks, though.
2: Yeah, just don't land on his leg and you'll be fine. Hey, uh, Dan. Um, yeah, I'll be where,
0: fine. <laughs> where can people find you? Find me at all social media platforms. If you look above on the screen, danlaw three.
4: Boom. <laughs> and you can find me dabbing or falling off the chair. Yeah, it's so much. Ow! <laughs> yeah,
2: watch the arm. It only hurts. It only hurts when I dab. It Only hurts when I
0: breathe.
2: <laughs> uh, you can follow me and my various pajamas and uh, on Craig Ligon, G E O N S. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter, and check out YouTube if you hadn't seen or heard of me on remote control, and I'm getting other links from people that found me on remote control. Unfortunately, what I um, I put up on YouTube is the only known existing copy of my show that I taped March 9, 1990, but I'm sure it's out there just like the truth. Um, so, uh, anyone who, uh, looking for it, thank you on my behalf, but The the fact that I lived through it and I can get to share it with you guys is enough for me. Uh, Join us uh, next month um, on April 28th when we will come back to you with a brand spanking new edition of Nerd Herders. Will I be in a different superhero set of pajamas or will I be in a whole brand new suit? We have no idea because between now and then there will be so much more news Nerd stuff. Movies that have opened or closed or dates that have been moved back further for us to discuss. But we will be here with you, passing on all the savings and all the good stuff to you. So, before we go, Dan, can you hear me? Yeah. You're my nerd herder.
0: You're you're my nerd herder.
2: Oh, thank you for clarifying that last part.
0: Yes, hey, thank you. Oof. Hey, Dame. Dame? Yes, sir. You're my nerd herder. Yeah. You are. You're my nerd herder. Amber, ah, it's looks, it's Amber, Amber looks so
2: thrilled you're doing this.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: An appearance fee, I have to pay for it to get. It. Hey, Fox. You know, yes. these days. These days, I'm afraid you're not even sure if your name is Veronica, but uh, because we both love Elvis Costello and because we both love you, do you know what? You're my nerd herder.
3: What? You're my nerd herder.
2: Thank you. There's stars and stripes where my heart is. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys for listening or for watching us uh, tonight. Uh, join us next month, April 28th, for a brand spanking new edition of Nerd Herders. For Dan Calachico, Veronica Vargas, Damian Vargas, and the aforementioned Amber, my name is Craig Legon. This has been Nerd Herder, and we'll see you in the future.
1: This is a switch to the Doctor of Style, and you're listening to VOC Nation.
0: Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9, listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stroh Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you know we are there, too, right, Ray? Really? We sure are, and we've got great guests, like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party.
1: Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I
3: cried, he
0: cried, and who could have planned? Adnan lost a lot of
1: family in the... The Iraqi war.
3: Everybody loves
1: Granny. Wow. Yeah, see a lot of people don't know that. Yes,
3: yeah, You guys are busting me
1: up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at nine thirty Eastern time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the travel and sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation, Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Vitez, Dan Calchico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. On the wrestling side, we cover the major feds as well as the indies. As far as problems go, we cover our problems, American problems, and world problems. Sometimes the problems are even related to wrestling. Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler, promoter, Chris Press discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on VlcNation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Radio network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here, you get re- get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in his mama. Get ready. Nasty sensation is coming at you. The
4: worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.